What's good? What's good? Y'all already know who it is and what it is. I am Coop from Birmingham. And you are now listening to another episode of Taking Out of Context, the podcast. I know y'all could have been anywhere in the world, but you decided to be here with me. And so for that, I thank you all for lending me your time and your ear. Hey, I got a great motherfucking episode for y'all today. I got my homegirl in the building with me today, though. Courtney, say hello to the people. What it do, 205? Okay, now we we reaching the masses, baby. We going worldwide. We going countrywide oh. and all that. With Birmingham, pardon, pardon my ignorance. Hello, world. <laughs> anyway, so I brought her in because I thought she would be a good addition and some good insight as to the topic that we got today. She don't really know what the topic is, so I'm a blindsider for real. So I brought Courtney in because I said. I need somebody. Well, I ain't gonna say I needed somebody. I wanted somebody who could have a, a opinion. She's very opinionated. Like, even when you don't need her opinion, she gonna say some shit. Ain't that right, Courtney? You already know. You got them straight. Anywho, moving right along from that. So today's episode, like I told you, we got a good one now. It's about, it's just straight to the point. Yeah. Is it, okay, how important in a relationship is it for a man to make more money than the woman? Is it really important or nah? I'll go first. I I really don't think that the shit is all that important. Only because, only because I say, it's like, if we rocking, everything good, the vibe is good. And you know, it ain't like I'm just out here dead ass broke now. I ain't saying date a broke nigga or nothing, y'all. I'm saying, like, if the nigga just, he on his shit, but he just make less than you. Is that really a problem? I don't think so. Well, being a being a 2012, damn, can I not say 12? I'm like, damn, you and Megan. <laughs> <laughs> I just read this post. <laughs> okay. Well, being a graduate from the Alabama A&M University nice. with my bachelor's in mechanical engineering, I don't find it important for a man to make more money than the woman, but growing up in a two-parent household, I do believe that a woman cannot be the head of a household. I grew up seeing a man should be the head of the household no matter what. A man should be able to lead his household. A woman should be able to nurture her man as well as her kids. That's what mm-hmm. a woman is designed for. Next. Being the head of a household does not mean financial. The woman could be bringing in the financials. The man needs to be able to be the head of the household no matter what. He has to be able to make those decisions with his woman. Not make the decision by himself because that's not how man and woman were designed. A woman's there to help assist the man. And that man should be able to take that assist anytime he needs to. Ooh, what you saying so near, girl? God damn it. But yeah, so I, I agree wholeheartedly 100% with you. But you know, it, it's, it's these new people now. You know, it's 2020. And then they got city girls to look up to and all that shit. So it, it's-, Ooh, it's yeah. Yeah, so, you know, real ass bitch give a fuck about a nigga. Them was they words. So you probably said it too anyway. 
But <laughs> with those, with that type of mindset, a lot of people feel like the breadwinner is the head of the house or or even even if it's not so much they feel like the breadwinner is the head of the house, they feel like if a man don't make more money, more, you know, make the most amount of money, then maybe he ain't the man of the house or he ain't, he's less of a man. Some people view it that way. I don't think it should be viewed that way. I feel like if we really are meant for one another and we are for each other, the finance, as long as you ain't blowing shit, the finance shouldn't even be a factor. Like, as long as we ain't hurting from that, we good. If you got children, your children straight, you, you got your bills paid, all that shit, I think everything should be straight from that point on. My homegirl sent me a text message a couple of days ago and asked me if I knew which one of the five love languages I was. I said, you know, Raven, I don't know what you're talking about. So she sent me the quiz and I found out that out of the five love languages, um, I was about 32% in active kindness and about 27% in recognition. For that, it means I need you to recognize that I'm doing something and I need you to say that I'm doing something. Mm-hmm. More than likely in my relationship, it's a strong possibility that I will be the breadwinner. The only thing that means is I'm going to have money, but I'm still going to try to spend yours on oh, what yeah. it needs to be. Like making you see Like, you know, I, I'm going to have mine, but I'm going to spend yours too. But see, the way I see it as we're going to spend your money on the necessities, we're going to spend my money on the wants. And I say, we, not me. We're going to spend your money on the mortgage. Listen, ladies, not the rent. We're spending his money on the mortgage. You better talk your shit. Water and sewage. Electricity. I take care of internet, clothes, and not a relationship, but a marriage, taking care of the kids, making sure that they have what they need. Because the man doesn't always give directly to his kids. The man will give to his woman. The the woman will provide for those kids by those means. But he will have clean socks because he's not about to go to Walmart (laughs) and get (laughs) He's not going to know those box of briefs away. So he gonna have a new pair three times a year. I'm tossing them out. Those t-shirts with them dirty pit stains, they going. I don't need to ask you if I need if you if I need to throw that away. It's going. Toss, boom. You got new stuff. You don't even have to ask me. I'm gonna hold it down. Them them shirts that you know the goddamn so long. You done broke them in. You done broke them in. (laughs) That's my lounge around the house shirt, Sean. So my work shirts, I actually had to get out of the the white. So he going to be getting those Columbia blue T-shirts, those black T-shirts. Because if you don't want the pit stains and you want to wear them for a little bit longer, that's fine. We're going to do that. But you're not about to sit here walking around with these pit stains. Another thing, ladies, your man doesn't know what size dress shirt he wears. He doesn't. He doesn't know the length of the arm, the width of his neck. He barely know his waist size and the length of it. You have to know that. You a man, a man can take care of himself, but when it comes to those small details, ladies, 
ask any man today, what is his dress shirt size? He's going to be looking at you like a, like he crazy. Oh, man. Shoot, man. <laughs> I wear large. So what, what, how long is your arm? Man, j- just make sure when you buy that when I raise my arm like this. <laughs> oh, God. That, <laughs> that, that I be straight. All right. Uh, uh, what size pants? Man, I, I don't know. Let me go to the closet. See, ladies, those are things that I grew up watching my mom do. My parents have been married for 36 years. Hallelujah. And I know for a fact that my dad can't tell me what size his dress shirt and his pants are. Still? I know that for a fact. Still, 36 years later. And they've been together over 40 years. Who's wrong for that? Yeah, man, come on. Come on, Pops. Come on. <laughs> come on, Pops. Come <laughs> on. But hey, that, that's how I grew up. I also had a different situation going on in my house where um, my my dad had his, his my dad. Take your turn. <laughs> Take your turn. <laughs> my dad has one degree. My mom has two degrees. But let me tell it. My mom only worked to carry the insurance. Mm. Having two kids, she only worked to carry the insurance for the family. So, with that being said, I saw the different dynamics. I grew up seeing that a wife could stay at home and take care of her children and go back to work when she was ready. And that was. That was pretty amazing to me that my mom could pick up where she left off anytime, anytime she was ready, but the household wasn't lacking because of how much income was not coming into the household. And that's where my stance is coming from as far as the man making more money than the female. At this point in my life, I have have a set lifestyle that I've been living for the past eight or nine years. And I'm going to maintain that by myself. Anything additional that a man brings in is not to surpass me. It's to complement whatever I'm doing, whether it's making less money than me, equal pay or more, because I'm going to live my lifestyle with or without a man. But that man is here to compliment me. Yeah, see, I, that's what I feel like it is. Like, um, people people feel like it has to be a certain amount of money being made or brought in just so that you can live a certain lifestyle. When really, you should, if you can't afford your own lifestyle yourself, then how can you go and ask somebody else to bring you that type of lifestyle? Ooh, you done said something right there. And let the church say amen. You done said it. Amen. Woo. Yeah. but that's that's really what i be feeling like so i just be thinking about it like how can you expect for somebody else to provide something that you can't even provide for yourself so you can't you can't hold me up to a standard saying that you want this when you don't even you can't even go get it yourself so i mean true enough i believe like you have your standards and you got what you expect out of certain people true enough not you should. I hope everybody got their standards. Now, if you ain't got the standards, you need to 
start there and then come back and listen to this. <laughs> but so <laughs> have your standards and all that and then hold me accountable so that I can do X, Y, and Z. But above that, now, you know, you can kick rocks if you asking for more than that. Damn straight. But I don't I know. Do all by myself. Talk your shit. But who am I though? I'm just cool from Birmingham. That's all. Shut up. <laughs> also, the way that I see it, um, a lot of females are not necessarily looking for a come up, but they they didn't have that role model growing up on what love should look like. Not not coming from Birmingham. Um, a lot of my friends didn't grow up in a two family household. They might have only had a role model at the ballpark when we were cheering, playing softball, playing playing baseball, running track, cheering. That might have been the only role models in their life because if you're growing up in a messed up situation and you realize it's messed up, you don't know what you want, but what I hear my friends say is they know what they don't want. So Mm -hmm. when you see something that's wrong, you know it's wrong, but you don't necessarily know it's right because you haven't seen what's right. Mm. And then that's when you go sorting through th- sorting through things, trying to understand exactly what it is that you don't want. I went to the mattress store in January to get a couple of mattresses uh, for the crib. And the first thing the guy said to me when I walked in the store is, hi, how you doing? Uh, is there anything I can help you with? I said, yes, I'm looking for a couple of mattresses for my house. He said, well, do you know what it is that you want? I said, no, sir. But I can tell you everything that I don't want in the mattress. And he looked at me crazy. He said, well, what, what, what do you want me to do? I said, I don't want you to do anything. Because what I'm about to do is lay across these beds. <laughs> oh, and you carry on. <laughs> and I'm going to let you know my top five. We're going to narrow it down to the end. because." I don't want to waste your time with me telling you what I want. And I really don't know what it is that I don't want, but I'm certain about what it is that I don't want. We narrowed it down, work together and find out what two matches I end up buying. What do they have? What the you simple want? Set. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go to Birmingham and go to the matches firm and trust you <laughs> and see if they had some different inventory than what we had here in Montgomery. Hey, they be having some deals out there uh, uh, in the Trophville location. They do. It's a lot smaller than um, our location here in Montgomery. Though. Another thing that I see um, in relationships is women with those growing up in a single parent household versus a two parent household is how do you know what a man is supposed to be? That's where your standards come from. At least that's where mine and my friends, our standards come from. You grow up seeing it. If a man can't be who your dad has been for you for the past 29 years, your whole life, and he's helping you out with whatever he can, and I'm definitely blessed for both of my parents to see me hey, do you need something? No, I don't need anything. I'm almost 30 years old. Do y'all need something? What can I do for y'all? And my dad, and when my dad is the one that has been this role model in my life, I'm searching for a man that 
has some of those abilities, some of those capabilities to do what I've been seeing him do my entire life. I don't need anything less than that because that's it's, it's a little crazy. If I grew up with a certain standard, I need that standard at least met mm-hmm. so, from a man. So, so basically, you don't, in short, you don't care or you don't mind if the guy makes less money than you, right? But no, he, because it's a strong possibility that any man <laughs> that I run to on the street and ladies, I'm not, I'm not to my own horn, but um, but she getting the bag. There's a strong possibility. I, 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 I get a few bags, so you better let them it's know. A strong, it. I get a few bags now. It's a strong possibility that any man, a man, ladies, not a boy. I'm almost thirty years old. What about a nigga? It, no, they. <laughs> They they bag smell, smell a little funny. It's a little dirty. I need clean money. So it's a strong possibility that any any man that I want to on the street, let's say ages thirty to forty five, I'm ninety five percent sure that I already make more money than he does, and you're ten fifteen years older than I am. But I'm okay with that as long as you can compliment my situation. I'm fine. All right, so so you you talking to the ladies, right? Saying that they need to be able to be, you know, open minded, pretty much, to it being acceptive that a guy may not make more money. Because what I think it would boil down to, like you said, you you went the uh, the engineer route. Say the guy goes a different route, and it's just the fact that they chose different careers. It's not so much about he just ain't doing nothing. It's just they chose different careers. So naturally, engineers, you you know, y'all going to do that. So, but now you got the fellas sitting there looking. So they might feel some type of way about their old lady making more money. Because now they may feel some insecurities or what have you, being that they don't, you know, they're not the quote unquote man of the house in their mind because they make less money. I can't, I can only speak. To a guy and not speak for a guy. And what I'm going to say on that is, guys, if y'all want us ladies, a lot of us aren't really uh, complicated. A lot of us are simple. If you want me to ask you for some money to go to Dollar General, to go to Target, to go to Whole Foods, go to the consignment shop, the thrift store. Yeah, that's what I don't want. Let me go to the gas station, (laughs) get some... That's not what y'all want to happen. No. I guarantee you it's not what you want to happen. Because we're not the simple we're not asking we're not asking for bags we're not asking for shoes why because one we have it already two we can afford it and three we're not about to ask y'all for nothing because if y'all see we got all this stuff just peeping them see what size shoe we got and just buy it you ain't gotta ask us just buy it my dog asked me one day could his old lady make more than him right and he was he he's he had got a some watch I forgot what it was some expensive watch that she got him for his birthday and he was like yeah her birthday coming up I said what you gonna get her and he was like nigga I was like, finna ask you what you get somebody who can get anything for themselves <laughs> I was just like I don't know what to tell you bro but you know they they live happily ever after so it clearly didn't matter to them but I dated a chick that made more money than me before which I mean true enough it was years ago but. Nonetheless, my main job was her side job. So <laughs> that's by default. You automatically know that 
we are not in the same ballpark. But that's when you got to look at the the person, the individual, and see if y'all can, you know, possibly grow. And if not, then you kick rocks. Because, I mean, coming out the gate, when I meet somebody, I'm not going to just be like, yeah, um, I make this much. So at what point do you just sit there and say, how much you make? And how does that conversation go? Well, this is how the <laughs> See, conversation. Wait, you, you're very blunt. So I, <laughs> I can only imagine how I go with you. <laughs> okay, so this is how the conversation goes with me. So one, let's say, so are you saying that we're already in a relationship or when we're courting? When y'all courting, because you know, if you're in a relationship at that point and y'all, you, you kind of see the direction of where y'all going, then y'all might have that conversation. Okay. So I already don't tell people that I'm an engineer. I'll typically say some off the wall stuff like, yeah, I work in a plant out on the line. You know, I do a little something. Most people think I work on the line. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. But once that conversation progresses, you, you realize that I'm just not some random person that works in a plant. If you ask me how much I make, I'll give you what I was making when I first started working, which was $52,000 back in 2012. And that's nothing compared to what I make now. If a man is bold enough to ask me how much money I make, I'm going to be bold enough to ask to spend his money. See, that's the thing. I don't think... I, that's why I have like this question with like, how does this conversation happen? Why, do, when does this conversation happen? And like the importance, like what is the real importance of having this conversation? If y'all already been rocking together, um, shouldn't it still be, I mean, now at some point you're going to have to have it. I know that just because y'all going to grow together. So it's going to have to be had. Well, the way I see it, Coop, is if this, important enough for the question to be asked there uh, there's some insecurities going on because you just turned 30 in december i'm about to be 30 in october hey they didn't know how old i was but you just put that out there (laughs) (laughs) we can can. anyway okay so cool you just had a birthday in december i'm getting ready to have a birthday in october if you don't already have some type of number crunching going on in your head. If this person went to high school, if they have um, any type of college education, any type of university education, if they have any type of certification, you can assume some basic things about them. Mm-hmm. It's not necessary, but you can automatically assume, okay, they have a high school level of education. That's their highest. They're doing this for a living. You can assume that this is what they're doing. But if money is important, then that's just a a different conversation. I've never personally brought up money, and money's never been brought up to me. Same. Because if you already know I'm an engineer, I live a certain lifestyle. My friends know what kind of car I drive, and it's paid for. Talk your shit. I, I did that because it's certain moves that I want to make by myself. It's no way I'm going to ask a man to pay my bills. It's no way I'm going to ask him to give me money. Now, 
if you leave and go to work the next morning and I got on the tray next to me some coffee, some oranges, some grits, and some shrimp, and $500, I'm straight. But I'm not asking you for anything because I got it. And then with the money that you give me, I'm going to buy you a little something. Or give you a little something. You're going to be a happy man that weekend. <laughs> but but it's not important. That's not a conversation that um, I choose to initiate because it, any man that I choose to court, date, talk to, be in a relationship with, I'm not concerned about what his money can do for me because my money does for myself quite well. And his money should do well for himself. I hear a lot of people talk about side hustles, side jobs. But from what I understand about that is to supplement their income or I know two people who I used to work with here in Montgomery, married, been married, one's been married for at least 10 years. The other one, she's been married for at least 15 years. Her husband got three jobs just to supplement um, her income. Three? It's no way. Three. Three jobs. Wow. She lived in Louisiana. She lived here in Montgomery, Alabama. It's no, it's no way I would want my man to have more than one job because that's time yeah. that is taken away from the relationship. I need you to work your, your eight hours. I really don't need you to work more than 10. But if that's what you decide to do, hey, that's fine. Because So when you come home from work, I don't want you to feel any type of anxiety about how bills are going to get paid, how food's going to be put on, on the table. That's unnecessary to me because if I'm already taking my, care of myself and I have a job and you have been already taking care of yourself and you have a job, if we come together, we should only be able to complement each other because most people, I've been attempting to do it for the past 12 years. I can't cook for one person. So anytime <laughs> that um, I'm cooking something, I have leftovers for two days. So it's not like I'm buying extra food. The food's just being consumed instead of being thrown away in the trash can. Anytime I'm going to get some gas, that's fine. I'm going to get, get some gas. If I decide I want to drive his car to Dollar General, Family Dollar, just go all up and down Atlanta Highway, that's what I'm going to do. But I'm going to fill his tank up because I drove out the gas. If I see his car a little nasty, I'm going to get it detailed. If I see he needs his car washed, I'm getting his car washed. So that sounds like a real team right there. That that's what I'm hearing. But see, everybody, you know, I mean, I, I see your point of view and I understand where you're coming from and all that good stuff. But with the masses out there, it may be a lot more of y'all. And y'all just like, uh, you just got to go find y'all out there. But the masses, the masses, well, them voices is louder than everybody else's. And all I hear is, I'm in my bag, but I'm in his too. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. I mean, uh, it ain't no fun of, to spend just your money. <laughs> that's I no mean, fun. You know, they want to go out to eat at night with a different dude. You know, that's all you hear. But... I, I I like I like the the uh, examples that you provided us because we needed to know that is y'all out there because you know like I said the masses they they real out y'all you 
you and the rest of them, y'all speak real soft. <laughs> <laughs> and then another thing that I see is people try to equate education to money. And money to that's happiness. It's not necessarily, and money to happiness is, that, that that's not true. The friends that I grew up with in Birmingham, the friends that I met in Huntsville when I was at a they're on different, they're on different levels, but you're still a person. So as long as you know who you are as a person and what you're capable of, and you're never just content or you know you're doing only enough to get by and you don't have any aspirations to be better, you're going to be worried about finances. You can have a high school education and be out here making what I make. You That can happen. But the only difference is you're going to have to work a lot harder than what I got to do to make that same chip. And you got to be real creative. And you have to be super creative um, about what it is that you're doing every day. That's another thing. I don't need my man to be making the same amount of money as me and work twice as hard to get that bag. I don't agree with it. No, I'm fine with you making $20,000 less than me and coming home and not going straight to sleep. See, see that was going to be one of my questions. Like, you know, being that you say it's your own mind, you know, the bag probably don't, it don't matter really. But like, was it an amount that would be less than that you might have some issues with? Like, like you just said, 20,000. You know, to me, I feel like 20,000 ain't really, you know, I mean, it's a drop off, but it ain't like super, it is, super but significant. I'm going off of what I make. You know me, Coop. You know me. I, I hear you. I, hear a, you. I mean, a man can make $40,000 less than me. And I'd be like, okay, there's, there's no problem there. You can put gas in your car, right? You pay your car insurance. If you have a car note, you pay your car note. If you have a mortgage or a rent, you you still pay all of that, right? By yourself. Yeah. Be self-sufficient without me because I, I am self-sufficient without you. Again, it's going back to a man complimenting a woman and a woman complimenting that man. It's like me hating, hating to do dishes. And that man right there love to do dishes. You sit there. And wash them dishes. I'm going to dry the dishes, kind of. But as long as you wash them, we're going to both be eating out of them dishes. Because just, you took care of that for me. Yeah. Facts. That's a good dude because I'm dishwasher shouty. You hear me? Yeah, see, mm, nah. <laughs> I'm good on it. <laughs> another example is, another example is you have, to, you have to find somebody that will pick up where you're slacking. So if I decide to marry a man who can't iron clothes, I'm about to struggle for the rest of my life. But you can't iron? That's, no, I can't iron. Oh. I thought we had this conversation about 15 years ago. I, my father I don't think I ever knew that. Has, my father has ironed my entire life. The first 17 years of my life when I was living in the house, every day for school, he would, all he asked me to do was lay out my clothes on the hanger so he could iron them in the morning. That's the only thing he had. Right, if a I man steps to me and don't know how to iron, it's over with. I don't need you. I don't need you for anything. <laughs> Y'all hear this? See, it ain't even the money. It's if this nigga. It's not the iron. money. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't iron, I don't need you in my life. If you hate dishes as much as I do, I don't need you in my life. 
I don't. It's not about the money. It's about if that man can compliment you or not. If they can't compliment you, you don't need them. He has to be able to pick up your slack. Where you fall, where you fall short of, he needs to be able to make up for it with no issues. Yeah, dust yourself off and try again. Exactly. Hmm. God dang, Court, man, we're going to have you back on this thing right here, boy. You brought some great insight. So, fellas, if y'all make less than your old lady, don't even worry about it, man. You can do better by yourself anyway. She probably wasn't good for you in the first place. But you didn't hear that from me, though. But anywho, Courtney, do you have any socials? No, you really don't. Do you? No, you don't. <laughs> I got, um, I think I got Snap Snapchat. I'm not sure <laughs> the name. It might be, it's Drew's to you. So yeah, the only social media platform that I am on right now is Snapchat and it's Ish Drews to you. I-T-S-D-R-E-W-S. The number two U. That's I-T-S-D-R-E-W-S two U. And that's on Snapchat. Turn up, turn up. So y'all go ahead, follow her up. She be posting stuff about in the in the yard and and, <laughs> and all these gardening tips and stuff. With, uh, You're right, because I can do it all by myself. And anywho, y'all already know where y'all can find me at on Instagram, Coop from Birmingham. And more importantly, you ain't really got to follow me. I want you to follow the Instagram page for the podcast, which is Taken Out of Context Podcast and on Facebook with the same name. And, you know... Whatever platform you listen to the podcast on, please like, comment, and subscribe. Give me five stars on Apple Podcasts. Anything less, just keep it to yourself until it's five. Okay? Thanks. But in, <laughs> with, with that being said, I do thank y'all for tuning in to yet another episode of Taking Out of Context. Y'all be cool out there now. Peace.